Welcome to the Achieve More podcast, where I help people and teams overcome challenges and achieve peak potential using neuroscience and high-performance skills, tools, and approaches. My name is Michael Scheel. I'm a high-performance coach and transformation consultant. I have over 22 years of experience in coaching and consulting with people, teams, and organizations to improve and achieve more with what they have. In each podcast, I'm going to start probably with a little bit of science, neuroscience, maybe some high-performance research to talk about a topic that I think is super useful for you. Then I'm going to move on to tactical, easy-to-use ways that will help people in teams, people just like you, to find your vision, overcome your challenges, and deal with the things that you have to every day while you're trying to improve, improve and achieve more. So today I'm going to talk about one intervention, one thing you can do right away today to overcome overwhelm. It's one thing that you can, one action you can take right now, right after this podcast that will help you deal with stress and overwhelm and really do a lot more with yourself. So I get asked a lot. You've seen some, some of you might've heard my previous podcasts on burnout and overwhelm. And there is a structure that I have for helping people address it. And it, and it can be it can, it can get uh, multi-tiered and it can take a, a few different sort of things that you need to do to, to really address your your over your overwhelm or your burnout uh, from a long-term perspective but I get asked a lot about if I'm in deep stress or I want to start you know I want to stop my overwhelm today what can I do without having to take multiple days to do this so today I want to talk about the one intervention that you can use and you can do it right now right after this podcast that will help out tremendously with the negative impacts of being overwhelmed. It may even help you address some of the some of the causes. Okay, what I would do, I'm gonna say it right now and then I'll explain all the reasons why. The intervention that I would do, uh, if I was just to choose one, would be to start doing really short, intentional, mindful breaks in your day. I'm gonna say that again, because it's super important. It would be to start doing really short, intentional mindful breaks multiple times throughout your day to understand why i want to talk a little bit about the science behind overwhelm the science behind stress uh it, it leads a little bit to, to the burnout too but really this is this is focused on overwhelm and stress Let's talk a little bit about the science and that's going to tell you a lot about why this intervention is going to work uh i've talked a little bit about this before in some of my previous po- podcasts so i'm not going to go into it too deep i'm just going to give you the sort of the overview at the strategic level of what stress is and what's happening in your brain and body so you can understand why this intervention will work when you are overwhelmed it is because you have so many inputs to your brain that it gets swamped and you trigger the sympathetic nervous system now sometimes your brain cannot ha- simultaneously handle the unending burning emails the effort to try to do work while you're on back-to-back video calls while the phone is ringing and your kid wants help with homework and you got dinner in the oven and the phone rings and you get the picture it just goes on and on so the sympathetic system is one of uh, several systems there's actually three that are part of the autonomic or automatic nervous system which means it's responsible that that automatic or the autonomic nervous system is responsible for the functions that you don't have to think about to control in your body this includes things like your heart rate, pumping your blood, your blood pressure, digestion, urination, sweating, a bunch of other functions like that. In stressful situations, like if you feel overwhelmed, your sympathetic nervous system activates. To This is basically your fight or flight response. It activates to speed up your heart rate, to deliver more blood to areas of your body that need more oxygen or other responses to help get you out of danger. It can slow down your digestion, divert your energy resources from some parts of your body to other parts of your body that need it for the fight or flight mode that you're entering. 
Now I'm going to point this. I pointed this out in another podcast. Your body doesn't know the difference. Your brain doesn't know the difference between uh, a jungle cat about to eat you and a, and a stack of impending documents that you need to review and sign off for for tomorrow. Whatever it is that causes your stress, it doesn't matter. It's 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 not. It's a natural response, and your body's going to go into fight or flight for anything that it considers a risk. When that happens, when it goes into that fight or flight response, it releases neurochemicals in your body specifically norepinephrine, epinephrine, and acetylcholine to enact processes to improve your eyesight, your reflexes, endurance, speed, and strength. Now you think about it, back when we were sort of roaming around the Serengeti, if you will, when we were back fighting with monsters, with, with, with tigers and lions and things like that, and you were, you were fending for yourself, this sort of response makes sense. You can understand it. I mean, even now it makes sense that if you've got a physical danger of some kind, those things really do help. This explains why when you are stressed and overwhelmed, you feel these sort of four or five things. Number one, you feel agitated, like you need to move. Well, that's because your body is literally priming you to run or to act. You might feel flushed and or sweaty. Well, your body is flushing blood to your extremities so you can act. You might feel dry mouth. That's because your body is taking resources away uh, from your salivation glands and redirecting it to other parts of your, your body that need them more. You might, if you're if you're consistently stressed, you might feel low hunger, and that's because your body is diverting energy from your digestive process again to your outer limbs so that you can run and that you can act. You might feel like you're unable to focus or think straight because the parts of your brain that allow you that are allowing you to do the fight or flight are also limiting the use of your prefrontal cortex, which is that area of your brain where you do the focus and concentration. Now, I'll note, in last week's podcast, I talked about how you can use short-term stress to your advantage. You actually have the neurochemicals that will allow you to focus and concentrate, but you need to actually actually tell yourself to do that and you need to try to do that. Otherwise, basically what happens is your body is saying, move. The more and longer that you are stressed, the more entrenched these functions become, the more these neurochemicals are running through your body, and the less likely you'll be able to calm down, focus, or think clearly. So knowing all of that, you know, given the idea that my my recommendation for the one thing that you could do today would be to start doing really short, intentional, mindful breaks in your day makes sense. You know, in reality, you're going to need to do several things to effectively cut down on your overwhelm or your stress in the medium to long term. But looking at not the causes, but looking at the symptoms of stress, using these several short, intentional, mindful breaks throughout the day will help you to do a number of things. Number one, it's going to help you to relax. Because you're taking that short, you're taking a short break, you're slowing your breathing down, you're going to trigger systems that slows your heart and breathing rates, it's going to lower your blood pressure, it's going to allow your body to enter a state of relaxation, and that relaxation breeds recovery. Actually, if you breathe longer on your exhale than you do on your inhale, and if you do that several times in a row, that starts to, to move your body from the sympathetic system, which is the fight or flight, to the parasympathetic system, which is deemed the, the rest and relaxation mode. So by by slowing down, by taking a break, by breathing slowly and mindfully, you're going to start to relax. Number two, you're going to release building tension because as part of your break, I'm telling you that you're going to, I'm asking you to release the tension, the mood, your decisions, your fatigue of your previous session. I teach this to my coaching clients a lot. It's called releasing the tension for the previous hour, then I want you to set your intention for the next hour by releasing your tension. And you can do this by deep breathing. You can do this by mindfully repeating this, the you know the mantra that I'm releasing my stress. And basically you want to let go of your stress and decisions and just 
let them go. So whatever you've done in the past hour or the previous hours, just let that go and just think about a positive mindset for your, for your future activities. By releasing the tension, the mood, or the decisions you've made, these are things that science has shown us we can proactively change with your mindset. You can change your mood, you can change your focus, you can change your mindset by proactively deciding to do that. Again, I've done some other podcasts on that, so this is just a, a summary of that. Number three, by taking a break, uh, you're breaking up your day. And one of the aspects of overwhelm that most people feel is that your day is one long series of inputs, activities, and stressors. And if you're totally stressed, you can oftentimes lose track of time because you're focused on, on just what's stressing you out and you're not paying attention to the flow of the day. You can't seem to stop. Your stress and fatigue can build up. So by imposing very short, quick breaks into your day with some mindfulness actions, you can actually break up your day into smaller chunks that are easier to handle. And there's just a truckload of research from the high performance community that by doing that, you can actually f- you can actually maintain your energy in a positive way throughout the day, and you don't feel completely worn out by the end of the day. The fourth thing that I that that I think is a benefit from from taking this approach is that you will be able to uh, improve your focus by taking a break and doing some deep breathing and resetting your mindset. You're going to give your brain the space to focus. Neuroscience has found that there's lots of studies in neuroscience that have found that by slowing your breathing and using mindset exercises, you can actually increase your focus by proactively choosing what you're going to focus on. The fifth thing that I think is a real benefit from here is not only can you focus, but you're going to be able to 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 be much more clear with your thinking. So again, similar to the focus that I just talked about, the combined practice of pausing, doing focused breathing, and completing a mindful activity to focus on your next set of activities makes your thinking much more clear. You don't have muddled thoughts. You don't have all of your stress crashing your stress crashing in on you because you're going to be focusing on one thing and you'll be doing it calmly and in a positive way. Okay, so those are all the benefits and I've talked about the science behind it. So what is it specifically that I'm asking you to do? So really, I'm, I'm going to break this down into four steps. Uh, and, and again, I'm, I'm, what I'm recommending is taking two to three um, short mindful breaks throughout the day. And these breaks can be uh, anywhere from two to five minutes. Sometimes I make them 10 minutes, but science has shown that you know, a two to three minutes of breathing exercise can have a huge impact on you. What this break looks like is I recommend to my clients that they close their eyes, but you don't have to. You do deep breathing exercise, you release all the, that tension from the previous hour. And then you think mindfully, okay, for this next hour, next couple of hours, the next chunk of my day, what is it that I'm focusing on and how do I want to be? And this is what I'm recommending to my clients. You do this two or three times a day. So to do this in four steps, step step one is to stop and settle. So whatever it is you're doing, you stop what you're doing, find a private spot, and you settle in. I've actually done this in public, but most people prefer to do this in private. Step two, close your eyes and slow your breathing. So if you, again, when you slow your breathing, when you're ex, when it's slowed down, when you purposely slow down your breathing, and when you exhale longer than you intake, again, that slows down your system and puts you into that parasympathetic system where you're able to relax more and it takes you out of the stress and the fight or flight mode. So step one was stop and settle. Step two is close your eyes and slow your breathing. Step three is to release your tension and set your intention for the, for the next bit. Release your tension from before, set your intention going forward. So at the same time that you're slowing your breathing, you can tell yourself to release. You release those emotions, you release those activities, those thoughts, the moods from the previous meeting. 
Maybe you had an angry meeting. Maybe you were frustrated. Um, maybe it was sad. It could be happy or positive too. Whatever that is, a positive, really, really vibrant, intense emotions can be very tiring for your brain as you as you go through the day. So what I'm asking you to do is to release that. Breathe out and stop focusing on those things. Just let them go. Instead, I want you to focus on setting your mindset for the next hour or the next time period. If you do this hourly like I do, you can do it for the next hour or you can do it for the next couple of hours, whatever your time period is. Think of one to three words that represent what you want your mindset to be for the coming period. That could be calm, could be focused, could be patient, could be curious, could be find the joy, could be whatever it is that's important for you. You want to focus on how you will achieve those power words. When I sit there and I think about my intention for my coming period of time, I like to think about, okay, if, if my word is calm, I want to think about how am I going to stay calm when I'm in this next meeting? How am I going to stay focused? And then step four is you get back to your day. So once you've completed a couple of minutes of just letting go and doing your mind, you know, letting go of your intentions from the previous period and doing your mindset, your intentional mindset for the coming period, you can get back to doing activities like you normally would. So that's four steps. Again, step number one is stop and settle. Step two is close your eyes and slow your breathing. Step three is to release your tension and set your mindset. And step four is to get back to your day. The way that you can... Now, I want to talk to you just briefly about how can you actually implement this into your day. So I have a couple ways of doing this with my clients. Some clients prefer to, to put a, a, an alarm in their phone a couple of times a day. When they hear that alarm, they know that they need to stop what they're doing and do this short break. Some people, like myself, I like to put it right into my calendar so that I know that when I hit that calendar spot, I'm going to spend the next five or ten minutes doing this. What uh, a lot of research shows that if you are going to do mindful breathing, you can start with just two or three minutes, and there are still benefits to that. But if you work up to five minutes or more, that can be even more beneficial. So find a, a way to plug this into your day two or three times. At the very least, do it at lunchtime and do it at the end of your day. But I do it at least three times throughout my day and try to get it in every day. The more often you do this, the more benefits you will have, and the benefits will build up. The more that you make this a habit to be mindful and to be calm and to be focused, the more likely you will be able to remain calm and focused as you deal with the stresses throughout your day. Okay, everybody, that's everything I wanted to talk about today. Uh, thank you for listening to today's podcast. My goal, as always, is to help as many people as possible learn how to improve, transform, and achieve higher performance for themselves, or teams, their organizations. If you like what you heard, I invite you to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast at invictus.coach forward slash register. And again, if you try this technique, drop me a line. Let me know how it goes. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you have any challenges. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week.